Hey, this is Wright, and welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. So I'm recording a little intro before we get into questions to ask yourself if you are feeling stuck at any area in your life and any in any situation in your life, any relationship in your life, so on and so forth. And I wanted to jam on two things. Number one, if you listened to the last episode, then you would have heard me talk all about the Sovereign Self Mastermind and how the waitlist is open for enrollment right now. And I just wanted to put in a little plug that the waitlist is open until Friday night. The link for the waitlist can be found in the show notes. And ultimately, the Sovereign Self Mastermind is a group coaching program where the intention and the focus of all content in the module, all coaching in the module is centered around coming home to yourself, feeling safe to be yourself in your body, mind, body, soul, energetic alignment, and really anchoring into your center, getting curious about what that looks like and feels like and means to you grounding into your body, creating ease and flow, balance and harmony within yourself and then externally in your life as a byproduct of that and radically trusting yourself to be in your process even if that looks different than somebody else's. It's about dispelling comparison. It's about dismantling not enoughness. It's about anchoring into your truth into who you are and what you came here to do and feeling safe to embody yourself and harness your magic and your power and to shine your light and just shine your light ultimately it's about that it's about that because ultimately that's what matters but i also wanted to say that i'm gonna put this in the show notes as well and it is that I don't know, probably about halfway through the podcast, there is a very, very long moment of silence, may I add. And essentially what happened, a long story short, was I noticed my computer needed charged. I thought I paused the Zoom recording because I do record the podcast on Zoom and then convert them. And I had actually pressed mute. And then I discovered I pressed mute when I got in to my bedroom to plug my computer in. And man, this is a lot of details. My goodness, I hope it's adding context and intrigue and in that you're wanting to continue listening because there are so many details and it's painting a picture in your head. But essentially, then I plugged my computer in, realized that, oh shit, I had muted myself, not paused it. And then I paused it as I, you know, finished plugging my computer in and then I started talking and I unpaused it and I was talking for like a good two minutes before I got the little notification on Zoom that said, oh, I, we think you're talking and you're muted. Would you like to be unmuted? And alas, why I am recording this intro to let you know, I did the best of my ability to edit that gap of time out. And I am still learning how to edit podcasts. And I'm not a pro at it by any means. And I don't want to be because it's not my zone of genius. And it's good enough is what I say. That's my motto. But if there is a brief moment of silence still, I just invite you to take a deep breath, get a glass of water, cup of coffee, some tea, uh, and take a deep breath. 
And don't turn the podcast off unless you feel called to because the end of it's juicy. The end of it's so juicy. This whole episode is juicy and I hope that you enjoy it and it resonates and hits home for you. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Being and Process podcast. And today, oh, I'm so excited for this one. I am so excited for this one because I believe it's going to create some radical, simple, quick transformation in your life, especially if you have been finding yourself in a space of like feeling really stuck, maybe feeling stuck in a relationship. Maybe it's a relationship with yourself. Maybe it's in a decision you need to make. Maybe it's in a life transition, maybe it's in career, so on and so forth, right? So often what I hear from clients is I just feel stuck and I don't know what to do to get unstuck and insert whatever area of life that they're moving through a lot of stagnance and staleness and rigidity in when things aren't necessarily feeling like they're flowing like clarity isn't coming and like they don't have the answer that they think they should have ultimately or that they want to have. And so what I think is really, 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 really important to know about feeling stuck is like, we're never really stuck. Like that's a story. It makes so much sense, right? Because it protects us. And the truth is we aren't ever really stuck. What's stuck is the belief that we're stuck. And so I'm just going to preface this podcast with number one, first and foremost, like I think when we feel stuck, it can be a result of a few things. So number one, I believe we can breed almost like the self-imposed breeding of stuckness on ourselves when we're forcing ourselves to be somewhere we aren't, right? So things like knowing, things like forcing ourselves or thinking we quote unquote should know something we aren't supposed to know yet. I remember months ago, I was working with a healer. And I was at a stage, a season of my life where I was kind of just starting grad school. And I'm like, oh my God, like I have no idea what I'm going to do when I graduate. I have no idea where I'm going to be living. I have no idea, you know, what I'm going to be doing for a job. I have no idea what that's going to look like. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out six months ahead of me when it's not that time yet. And I remember something she said, it was so funny. (laughs) I remember kind of thinking about like what I wanted to jam on going into the session. I was feeling intuitively called to share and what I needed support and guidance on. And I was like, yes, I'm going to ask her this. And she's going to like, tell me the answer. Obviously my wise self knew like, she's not going to tell me the answer. Like that's my job. Like I have all the answers and she's there to open portals for me. Right. And when I said, when I was explaining to her, my process of feeling really overwhelmed. Ultimately, that's what it was. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling super in my head and out of my body with trying to figure out what I was going to be doing six months from that day. And she was like, well, maybe, maybe the reason you don't know is because you're not supposed to know it yet. And I'm like, look, you know, you're right. You're right. And I knew that. And I knew that. And I needed to be reminded. And so sometimes I believe what I know to be true is that we can feel stuck when we are thinking we should know something we aren't supposed to know yet and trying to force clarity when we're not supposed to have clarity for whatever that thing, whatever that decision we think we should have it for yet. And whereas the medicine, of course, is allowing ourselves to feel stuck, to be where we are 
and acceptance and like detaching really from the meaning that we make it mean to feel stuck. Humans are meaning making machines. Another thing that causes stuckness is what we make to be mean about stuck or what we make, what we believe to be true about what feeling stuck means about us. You follow that? So like I was making stuck mean that I was going to fail, that I was going to run out of money, that I wasn't going to be supported, that I was irresponsible for not having out, for not knowing the plan, that I was always going to doubt myself, that I was not perfect because I was not responsible because I did not have a plan and feeling really lost because of that. I was making feeling stuck mean I was lost. And what I was actually lost on was like this story of being stuck. Like that what was causing that that was the disconnect, the story and the meaning I was making out of what it meant to be stuck and the overwhelm and the anxiety that went along with that. And which like I invite you to infuse whatever, whatever story or belief or thought you're making mean about you, whether it's being stuck or something else. Like the truth is reality is neutral. My coach Chelsea says this all the time. Reality is neutral. Nothing means anything until we make it mean something. And so like with this feeling of feeling stuck, like, so what? You're stuck. And I also, what I know to be true, take this or leave this. It could ring true for you. It could resonate as always with anything I say, with anything I share on this podcast. I really invite you to really discern between does this resonate for me? Is this a, is this a yes in my body for me? Does this feel expansion? Does this make sense for me? Or does it not? Is it a full body? No. Is it not for me? Am I not available for that information? And just practicing discernment of like what's for you and what's not for you and allowing yourself to take what resonates and to leave what doesn't. I think that is so, so, so important when we're learning to discern and cultivate feelings of being safe to be in our own energy and in our own thoughts and in our own process and trusting that and leaving behind the distractions that prevent us from that space. Yeah, yeah, okay, so... What I know to be true is that I always feel the most stuck and the most lost and the most like I want to crawl out of my body uncomfortable because I feel stuck, like literally in my body, like in a box, like in a belief or a story or a should or an expectation or standard I can't escape from, quote unquote can't because we always can. I always feel that way before, right before I have the clarity that I was seeking all along, all along. And it's when I can release and it's when we can release this expectation that we quote unquote should not feel stuck in life and in business and relationship and a career with a part of ourselves with a limiting belief or a limiting energy is the moment that clarity finds your way or finds its way to you with ease and with flow because we let go of the attachment that we have with, with, with knowing, right? Knowing breeds safety and security. And which the antidote is detachment from what you're making it mean about you and detachment from the outcome and knowing that when you do detach, space is created for the answers to flow to you, for you to open yourself up for guidance, for you to receive the information you were seeking and remember it ultimately because it's in you. Sometimes we got all the time, we've got support from universe, divine source, God, energy, whatever you want to call it, however you relate to something higher than yourself, bigger than yourself if you do. And that's the moment. The moment is when we detach from the meeting, when we detach from what we think should be happening and how we think we should be feeling. The moment we detach from the outcome is the moment 
we anchor into our process and our process becomes more clear to us. <sighs> so that is <laughs> reason number one, why I think we feel stuck oftentimes, why you, maybe you might be feeling stuck right now if you are, or if you think back to previous times that you have felt stuck, maybe parts of that resonate and ring true. Taking a drink of my water. I'm recording this episode on the same day that I recorded the, the episode all about self-care, in which if you have not listened to it yet, I will provide a link in the show notes for it, but I jumped all on living life and cultivating your life in a way that feels super sacred and like a form of self-care and nourishment to your entire system. So I'll link that there, but with my water to carry on my story, um, I got a like water infuser or like a fruit diffuser thing for my water. Essentially, it's literally just a container that I put water in and then I put shit in it that I think sounds good, right? And I put lemon and cucumber in it. I'm a lemon water connoisseur, not because I think it like magically detoxes my organs and liver and, you know, does all the things. Like, no, I just think it tastes really good and it's pleasurable for me, but I put lemon and cucumber in it. And it's so good, so good. 10 out of 10 recommend. But moving on, I mean, I did drink water. So that's why we paused. And now, recent turning. <sighs> Moving on to number two. I believe another reason that we oftentimes feel stuck in our lives is because we ask ourselves really freaking shitty questions. We tend to stay in problem-saturated stories, asking problem-saturated questions versus opening ourselves up to solution-saturated stories and asking solution-saturated questions. And we tend to think that something is a problem, right? And when we, we tend to think something is a problem and like that in and of itself attracts more problems. That in and of itself attracts more scarcity, more not enoughness, more self-doubt. And then that creates problem-saturated stories, problem-saturated questions and stories in the form of asking why. Why does this feeling keep happening? Why do I keep attracting this relationship, this person into my life? Why do I always feel stuck? Why don't I feel like I can gain the clarity that I'm seeking? And I think this is so curious. I'm gonna tell you a little backstory. And that is when I was an undergrad. And I had this incredible professor. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you about this human. He was literally, he is my most favorite, <laughs> a double negative, right? Is that what that's called? Or a double positive? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not grammar lesson, but he was my favorite professor. He is my favorite professor I have had in my entire life. Like he was just this clear vessel of divine wisdom and compassion and softness and gentleness and humanness like he like he you know when you come into contact with somebody and you're like yep they get it like they are just connected to themselves to others to universe to source like he was just a fucking clear channel for divine wisdom to come through and I let, like, his class was church for me. Like, his class was a spiritual experience. I mean, I believe life is a spiritual experience. But 
I felt my connection with myself, my connection with source and just my, what's the word that I want to use? Let's put it this way. I felt like I left and my brain had expanded tenfold and I had integrated all of that information into my being in a way that created a lot of spaciousness and openness into my life and my relationship with self. So on and so forth. Is this, is this resonating? Let me know if this resonates with you. If you've ever experienced a class or a program or a coach or a person that leads you with this effect or had an epiphany that left you with this effect, it's like one of the, it's one of my favorite feelings ever. Like just that, this makes so much sense. Like I don't even know why it makes sense, but it makes sense. Anywho, one of the divine nuggets of wisdom he dropped on us on, he dropped on us one day ever so elegantly was this concept of the universe, right? If we take the universe and we like, or if we take the word universe, right? And we like break it down, una, and then verse, una, like literally, like that means one. And because there is one universe, but I mean, I don't know, maybe there is like a planet, what is that, planet 55, planet 42? I don't fucking know. Um, but because there is literally only one universe, that means that there are infinite solutions, infinite solutions to any problem that you could have or experience yourself having, Hmm. which leads me to believe that for every problem we believe we have, there is actually an equal and opposite and aligned and juicy solution to transform said problem into not a problem, right? So I'm going to propose two questions to ask yourself. And I invite you to just get really curious about the the energetic differences in your body when I pose these two questions. Oh my goodness. I just noticed that I was completely muted. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to edit this podcast to the best of my ability. I was talking guys for like literally, I don't know how long, but it's so fine. All right. So with this, when I say pay special attention to how these questions, how this language, how this internal dialogue makes you feel in your body, I invite you to pay special attention to which words or which languaging, which questions make you feel closed offness in your body, make you feel contraction in your body versus what breeds a sensation of openness, of expansion, of spaciousness. I know for me personally, and what I believe to be true across the board is that when something's an intuitive yes, when something is in alignment, it's going to feel open, it's going to feel expansion, expansive, it's going to feel inviting, even if there's fear involved, even if there's like hesitation or doubt, like, you know, in the back of our mind, because we're human and a part of us may always come up and feel that way, right? And that doesn't take away from expansion or spaciousness or openness in our energetic bodies telling us when something's a yes. And so 
the first question, the first shift I invite you to ask yourself really lies in the occurrence or the situation. And maybe you're asking yourself, why does this thing keep happening in my life? So going back to what I was saying a little earlier in the podcast, like maybe you keep attracting a certain type of relationship into your life. Maybe you keep asking yourself, why do I experience anxiety and overwhelm every single morning? Maybe you're asking yourself, why won't this thought of self-doubt, of imposter syndrome, of not enoughness go away? Why does this fear keep coming up, holding me back from doing the things that I want to do in the world and being who I am? Why does X, Y, Z keep happening? I love this question. I love this question because there's a brilliant question to ask ourselves to get out of the why, to get out of the head and into the body. Mm. Mm. Out of the head and into the body. Yes. So when we ask why does this keep happening, we say at a very cerebral level. Level. We stay in our head overthinking things, trying to figure out why something is happening when maybe what's actually important, more important, is getting curious with like, how? How could you get into your body? How could you come up with a solution? How could you, this is the key question, how can I embody the result that I desire? So example, if you no longer want friendships or relationships that feel toxic, energetically off, one-sided, maybe a little bit like this human who you adore is an energetic vampire, how could you have the embodied experience of releasing the friendship and clearing the space for what you're available for? And how could you embody the qualities you desire in a relationship and a partnership and a friendship within yourself and to other people? How could you have that embodied experience? Which will probably lead to the ending of a cycle of asking you the question, why does XYZ keep showing up in my life? Because maybe they won't be anymore. Or maybe they'll shift as well as you shift. And if the question is, why do I always feel so anxious? And number one, I just invite you to like nurture and validate and comfort and console that inner child who feels really anxious and really, really scared with present day, wise, adult, sovereign, expansive you. And asking yourself, how could I have the embodied experience of inner peace, of calm? Or you could insert your desired feeling state slash experience here. How could you have that embodied experience and allow whatever intuitively comes to you to be the answer? And maybe that, maybe that, maybe the how you could have the embodied experience of inner peace is something as simple as like taking a deep breath. Maybe how you could have the embodied experience of ease and flow means not creating a to-do list or saying, I'm going to stop the to-do list for the day. Maybe the answer to how could I have the embodied experience of presence means to allow yourself to be present, which I believe is like the hardest part of presence or anything that matters, allowing yourself to feel that way. Bypassing the ego, the need to control, the need to be right and allowing and allowing yourself to release. And there your answers lie. So that's the first question. Shifting from why to how. Why does this keep happening? Why does this keep showing up to how could I have the embodied experience of something differently, of the result of the outcome I desire? 
that feels in alignment for me and my truth. And the second question, mm, this one's so juicy too. It's so good. Are you ready for it? So this one is tapping into connecting with what would my expansive, higher, confident self do? What would my fast self do? What would my sovereign self do? We have to ask ourselves what our expansive, what our sovereign, what our empowered self would do, who trusts herself, who feels connected to herself, who feels certain in herself, who feels confident in herself and her gifts and her abilities to set boundaries, to share her magic, to harness her power, to do whatever it is and be who she is before we actually feel ready. We have to start embodying that part of ourself before we feel fully embodied in her. Like we have to build that connection with her. We have to start making decisions from a space of believing we already are her because she is a part of us, right? Like just, just like previous identities and pleasing parts of ourselves or not pleasing parts of ourselves, but parts of us that like to please, the part of us that likes to perfect, the part of us that likes to control, right? Like we have all of these different parts of us and I love parts work. We have this part of us that feels really anxious. We have this part of us that has OCD. We have this part of us that's our inner child. And for all of those parts of us, we also have a part that is our expansive self, a part that's our vast self, a part that is our wise self. So how can we start tapping into their wisdom when, when we feel stuck and what is creating limitation and anxiety and fear and stuckness? Anytime that I'm getting ready to make a really big decision or enter a life transition where I feel a little wobbly and shakily and, and knowing what to do, I anchor into connect with higher self, call upon higher self to come into my experience and ask her what she would do. And I do that. I do that even if there's resistance because I know that I know that is what's going to lead me to where I desire to be, to who I actually am. and. What I know to be true about this is that, yes, building a relationship with your higher self is a lot like building a muscle. It's a lot like increasing self-trust and personal empowerment and confidence. And the more we make decisions from that space, again, and anchor into our expansiveness, the shorter the gap come, becomes, like in the times that we don't act from expansion and the times that we don't feel connected to higher self and the times that we forget that we can connect to higher self and the times that and the awareness of we when we do and knowing how to shift to get back to that space of spaciousness, of feeling grounded to be in our body, of feeling open, of feeling anchored in our center and our process. And I invite you to just use these questions, like in those moments that you're feeling stuck, in those moments you're feeling limited by your mind, like you like want to crawl out of your skin on, comfortable with anxiety, when you want a quote unquote quick fix, even though I don't do quick fixes because we don't subscribe to diet culture here. But like for real, I don't think growth has to be hard. And I said this in the last episode too, and I'll say this 10,000 more times, like we don't have to do 20,000 years of therapy and work with all of the different coaches under the sun and read all of the self-help books before we feel at home with ourselves. Mm -mm, that's a story. That's a story. We do not need to do all of the things in order to feel inner peace within ourselves and aligned in our lives. Oh, the healing comes in letting go of that story. So 
if this resonated, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, to share with a human you think may also resonate. As I always say, it really does help the podcast. And I also love to hear from you. And then also just a reminder that the link for the Sovereign Self Mastermind waitlist is in the show notes. The waitlist is open until Friday. Reminder, waitlist is really just a space for you to like say, hey, universe, I'm interested in this. I want more details. I want to learn more. I want to have the information to experience feedback in my body that gives me, you know, evidence as to if this program is a yes or if it is a no. That's what it's there for. And so if you have been feeling called to the Sovereign Self Mastermind from what I've talked about on the podcast and then also on Instagram, in emails, if you're subscribed to my email list, then I totally invite you to head to the show notes and put your beautiful little soul, not little soul, you got a big soul. I invite you to head to the show notes and put your name on the list so we can open portals and shift paradigms together. It's fun. It's magic. You're magic. You are your medicine, and I hope you never forget that. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for being here in this space with me. I invite any and all questions to be directed to my email, radonchcoaching at gmail.com or DMs on the Instagram. So I will see you, not even see you, talk to you.